Hello, I'm Renee Barabo, the Practical Shaman. Hi, and I'm Sandra Ingerman. Um, welcome to the Shaman's Cave. I think Renee and I were both waiting for each other. <laughs> we usually say, oh, you start, oh, don't you start. <laughs> it was like, uh, well, we actually, I guess <laughs> I guess we'll both start. We actually do no preparation for this show except who's going to start first. <laughs> <I know. laughs> We should. I don't know if we should tell them that because we sound so brilliant sometimes. Um, there, in fact, we're taking. We're starting to look for snippets like that. You know, like little two-minute snippets of where we were exceptionally um, wise and wise women. But today's show came about because last night I had uh, I had a dream, and in this dream I was put on this robe, and in the robe it was the robe was it was. It was this white robe and it had all kinds of jewels on it. And when I went up to like, you know, I kind of believe the guru's dead. So it was like, but I went up to this person who was doing this blessing and they and they said, oh, you deserve this robe. You, you're, you're living, you're, you're embodying a life of service. You're embodying that. And I was thinking that, Sami, I was thinking that in that moment, like, what does that mean to be embodying a life of service? How, you know, how am I embodying the service? How, how do I show up? Because in my, in my daytime reality, I'm feeling like there was a, something came up yesterday about somebody asking if somebody had their, their vaccination. And it's just like, I'm not, I'm just so tired of the questions and the judgments and like, how am I showing up of service when so much of the conflict in the world is exhausting me because I, I I'm a Libra. I like my scales balanced. And I thought we, you know, we got through some times and we'd be more in balance and we're still not. Yeah. Well, I, I actually think you, you said the key of, um, of, what we really need to be looking at in the show is exhaustion. Um, people are exhausted. They're worn down. And um, if you've been watching the Shaman's Cave over the year, years, Renee and I have done um, multiple shows on the power of uh, dismemberment as a shamanic initiation of where um, the ego and the body become so worn down in an initiation, you know, in, in um, old shamanic cultures having to walk over glass or um, fire walking or um, having nail, nails put in you or being buried for three days or having ants um, being covered with honey and then red ants being put on you for three days. And these were some of the milder initiations. Um, it was to wear you down until there was nothing left but your spirit, nothing left but your spirit. And it was, it's the spirit that has the strength to get you through. 
And so what's happening right now is people are exhausted and this is so positive. I know it doesn't feel good. I, I, I understand the level of exhaustion that people are dealing with. I'm hearing from many of you around it and I, I'm in the same, same place. I do very little, not because I'm afraid to go out but because I need an amazing amount of um, just staring um, time just to regenerate a bit. And so um, it's just really important to understand that the wearing down is one of the most important parts of the process before some healing can, can happen. So we're actually in a good place. It's just how we're reacting to that exhaustion. That's what the problem is. <laughs> Instead of being a positive force in the world, which we can talk about, um, we're acting like a child who needs a nap and, <laughs> you know, starts to... We're, we're restless because we're so tired and we don't know what to do. So we're fighting. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And, and like when I just tend to tend to my own world, you know, in a, in a certain way, because, you know, as a teacher, you, you show up for like the, the group, like the, I have an advanced group of the wind walkers and, the other day when I showed up, I'm there like, okay, I'm not all prepared. I'm not all this. I'm not all that. But I'm going to show up real. I'm going to show up and say, boy, this is exhausting. You know, what have you, you share, we're going to sit in a council and share instead of somebody like teaching you one more thing or in, in embodying one more aspect of myself. But, but how do I show up? And, and hold a circle together. Yeah. Yeah, that's really important because um, it's all about being a good teacher is about knowing how to hold space. Um, being a good friend is about knowing how to hold space. Um, being a positive force in the world is about knowing how to hold space. So as everybody is aware, I write a monthly column called The Transmutation News, and I've written it for 20 years. And over the 20 years, I've looped certain subjects because, you know, you can only imagine even I run out of words. Um, and so, you know, I have months where I'll talk about the same topic because I'm waiting for a new download to come through. And um, years ago, all my columns were about holding space. We were going through, the planet was going through something terrible, a war. Uh, I, I don't even, you know, we've been going through so many traumas um, that um, I've lost track of, of which which particular trauma this one was. And I kept talking to everybody about what we can do is hold space, is hold mm -hmm. space. Because when somebody's completely freaking out and somebody's there calm and holding space energetically or physically, 
it really makes a difference of um, what the final um, outcome is going to be. And then in my life, um, I've been through, I, I know everybody's been going through their own initiations through their own lives, but my most recent initiation which has been one of my hardest initiations, has been six and a half years So, as of this point. And so I'm a little bit farther ahead of some of you, and I can see where the wearing down um, starts to take you to on a positive side. And so on a positive side, I, I have become I've always been how I got myself into trouble is I love people way too much and I want to help everybody and um you know I thought I was a helping spirit <laughs> and I was just a human who got blown out of the water from trying to help too many people so I'm not saying that I've not been soft, but I'm finding <laughs> a different kind of softening happening where when I get upset at somebody or at the news or something, I immediately can just send love. I can immediately just send love. I don't have to think about it. There's no shoulds. You shouldn't be thinking like this. I don't have the energy to do anything but send love. I don't have the energy to judge. It takes energy to judge. And think about it. If you're really tired, notice how much energy it takes when you move into a negative space. It really does. I, I remember when when um, Sandra and I started you know, communicating about the podcast, She'd write these like you. She'd write these, you know, like chapters of emails, and I'd write back. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> she, I was like, and she said, like, wow, you're a woman of like a, a few words in your emails, and so now she'll just send a a rose. And they're like, yeah, see, it's so much less energy than to write a whole big paragraph. <laughs> and I really think i mean that's like a way where you really learned you know how to like oh because you did you gave so much of yourself all your life and i honor that in you and because i give myself in so many areas what you do but you know the full-time job and that one over there and this i it's like okay i've always been really direct and really one-liners like i've had to learn how to add dear sandra how are you today to the email <laughs> I still probably don't get it right half the time. <laughs> well, you know, now now I love it. Um, and and now I've asked people, not people I, I work with like Renee, but people who are trying to contact me, I've asked people, I've gone off, actually gone off email and social media um, in, in this process of regeneration. It's the best thing I've done for me mm -hmm. I'm starting to feel myself again I'm starting mm -hmm. to feel human again it feels really good and so setting boundaries is is a part of being in service um you know to tie it into what you know Renee what you wanted to talk about um 
Because if you're not taking care of yourself, you're ending up, and we did a show on this recently, you're ending up being a weak link Mm -hmm. um, in the collective because you're too worn down, you're too tired to to be able to join in with um, with the rest of the community that's working, you know, Mm -hmm. you have to be dragged along, um, you know, that's, that's not being in service. (laughs) No, I always call that the hate fuck, you know, it's when you do it and you're hating the person when you're doing it, you know what I mean? It's just like, I, I actually canceled a couple of interviews this week because I didn't have the capacity to hold that space to give a really, you know, present interview with somebody else when the water was still an issue and, you know, there were still finishing touches. And one of the things that I've learned that, that I could be a positive force is, and I don't have to explain myself, mm-hmm. period. I can't do this. And that's, that, that's where the period comes in. It doesn't because, blah, 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 because usually after that, it's a lie because I'm going to make up a whole other set of, of circumstances that you might like better. And I think that the, this, the being able to be of service and, and I know that I show up a lot for a lot of people in the world. So I have, I, I want to have that same quality of showing up for myself that I do in every other area of my life. And, you know, and in at work, mental health day, you know, that's what it is today. And I used to have a boss who'd say, oh, today's the Renee go in the office and close the door day. <laughs> and she was younger than me. She just knew like that they're like, that what happens is I'm such a creator. I'll create and create and create, and then I'll hit a wall. Right. Yeah. And I think the hitting the wall is that part of the dissolution you're talking about, like, you know, like a tree that's it's, you know, when it starts to decay, there's the decay process is the part of like what's going on now in society that we don't like, because who wants a decaying tree out in the yard? You want a nice tree with nice branches. But how do you honor the decay and the, the dissolution and the exhaustion that it's it's exhausting when you think, okay, we're going to have a nice service for something. And no, people are not getting along because some people didn't get their shots and other people didn't, you know, and it's just like, it's, it's, it, it's really hard to keep showing up in service of the light when no one's doing what you want. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and the thing too is, is that, um, people are are being so easily influenced by others right now instead of um, following their own intuition. And we did a show on how to engage your intuition because this is a very tricky time. Um, this is the, the time that I call in the dark night of the soul. Uh, it's the time of the tricksters coming out of every corner. Um, you know, come here, little girl, I have this for you. Um, I can help you with this. Oh, I can help you with this. I can help you with this. And we're being so influenced by everything in the outside. And we, we've stopped listening to ourselves. And besides my level of exhaustion, um, of, go- of why I went off social media and email, um, 
the other thing was I found that I couldn't hear myself anymore. I, you know, cause I, I have such a strong intuition and I trusted a hundred percent and I was finding I couldn't hear myself anymore. And since I've gotten off of email and social media, I'm hearing myself again and I'm talking a mile a minute and telling <laughs> myself everything I missed, all the advice I missed hearing from myself because I was trying to listen to others. Um, so um, be- being in service means many things. If you're not listening to yourself and your own gift of why you're here and what you have to share in your community, are you being in service? Um, mm-hmm. You know, what boundaries do you have to set? Like Renee had to set some boundaries this week. Yeah, lots of boundaries this week. And and also, you know, to be in service and, and like holding, this has been really new and, and many of you might not know this, but this was the first year that I did a 10-month apprenticeship program. And and applications for next year are available. That's my little sales pitch. But the it was it, it's a different thing when you're holding space for ten months, you know, like being of service to a group. And one of the things that you know you can see is that uh, that that it's not in your time. Might be I you know in your space, but it's not in your time, and it's not your job to heal somebody else. It's their job. You can hold the container, you can hold the space, and it's their job to have their dynamic relationship with their own creator to find their way through. And you know that's like that's a really important lesson to learn when you're holding space for other people. Like recently, I have a coaching client come back. Literally, she sent her children, her neighbors, everybody else. I've been waiting for her for 10 years. And finally, she's here. And and I'm. it's really exciting because she's showing up every week for herself. And, you know, and, and, and sometimes it takes 10 years. Sometimes it takes a whole lifetime. We don't know. But I can tell you this. If I'm trying to push somebody else's agenda, there's nothing that's going to exhaust me faster. Right. Right. Yeah. And and um, it is a time where people are, um, you know, there's always going to be people out there who are going to try and talk you into doing something that um, isn't right for you. And unlike Renee and other teachers who I really respect, I I have deep respect for teachers uh, like Renee and others that I know who just know how to say the word no, because I've turned down um, three or four talks recently, and I got so much, um, it was unbelievable what came back at me. And I said, I'm sick, (laughs) Um, you know, and, and I still got flack. Um, It's like, it doesn't matter. Right. Oh, but if you feel just a little bit better, you can write that intro to my book or whatever. No, no is the end of the sentence. No is the sentence. And I don't know where we've gotten to this place in our world that we have to feel like we need to defend our no's. Right. I know. And, you know, and, it's not I, no, but. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
that's what I'm looking at right now. Why do I have to defend my, no, why do I have to go through all my dramas, you know? But um, I studied with um, Angelis Arian. I studied Tarot with Angelis Arian, and she had a great line. Um, she talked about every time you say uh, yes to somebody else, um, but you meant a no, you just said yes to them and no to you. Mm. So she said, when you say a yes, make sure you're saying yes to them and make sure you're saying yes to yourself. Um, and I think about that because she said the yes, no coin has two sides to it. Mm -hmm. um, and every time you say yes to somebody else, if you're saying no to yourself, you know, that's that's not good. So No, but on that, I agree with that totally. But on that note, there's a there's a place where when you're in service that you have to ask whether it's a, a self-serving yes or no, too. And I think you'll know what I mean, like, whereas like. If somebody came to me because like a friend of mine from high school came to me because she was afraid of dying. Now, I have an agreement with spirit that if um, close people come to me who are who are dying, that it's my work to to be there. And that doesn't mean I have to be, you know, that, that I have parameters about that. But sometimes we just have to look about whether we're we're being selfish self-serving or of service because sometimes healing other people is a very selfish act. Oh, that felt really good. Even though you have not enough energy to get out of bed the next day, you know, so we, we have to learn the difference between these, these ideas and being of service. I know the difference of being of service is when I'm of service, there's never a refill. There's never a resentment afterwards. It usually recharges me in some way that I was able to be there in a, in a, in a giving way. And sometimes it's a little bit deceiving when I'm doing it to be self-serving because, you know, the high might be there, but it doesn't last. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a real time on the planet where we really have to look at um, boundaries. And um, if you look at, you know, what are the popular summits that are out there right now um, uh, for helping people on um, emotional levels? You know, there's all these summits on the vagus nerve and on the nervous system, but, but um, there are also all these summits on setting boundaries because the reason people are so stressed out right now is that we are a culture of really poor boundaries. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw, I, did you see the movie with Glenn Close about four good days? It's on Amazon Prime, but there's a whole part about, about boundary setting, being of service. And it was a really incredible movie on a, a mother and daughter relationship with, with drug addiction mm -hmm. because, you know, Mothers and, and, and the whole thing with addiction, it's a really, I work in the field of addiction. I don't know if people know that or not, but um, there's a real, it's like one time a, a good friend of mine um, who has, hasn't been able to 
get the sobriety part of their life. And I used to judge, you know, that they're, well, I must be better than you. But, but then one time I realized that sometimes we deny people of the dignity of their bottoms when we step in repeatedly Mm. and we're not being of service. Uh, So it's a, it's a, there's so, there's so many nuances to this subject and this talk. I mean, we could go on all day long about it, but again, if you want to share in the comments, you know, what does being of service look like for you? What is the limits of that service? And how do you know when you're being self-serving and not a servant of humanity? Oh, I love those questions. Those are really perfect, powerful questions. Even if you don't write, a, don't want to write on the wall, these are questions that you should be reflecting on. And, and also, um, See if you can get into the habit. Try um, little experiments when you get into a place of hate or judgment and saying, I'm just going to choose to send love into this situation right now and just let it go. But the questions that Renee just brought, I I think, are brilliant. Um, Thank you. I'll I'll puff up with that a little bit. (laughs) And and make sure... And if you're just joining us, make sure you follow us at Shaman's Cave uh, and uh, uh, over at shamanstv.com. You can sign up for our weekly newsletter. And from that, you can learn about some of the upcoming fall classes that I have and that Sandra has. And um, we don't that that list we only mail out every Wednesday with the new show as we drop them. And um, we hope that you join us and that you take the time to you are you are servants. If you're watching the show, I can just about say probably ninety nine and ninety nine percent of the ninety nine percent are of here to be of service in this transformation of the planet. And so saying no and doing these exercises and, and really sending love and light back out to the world when you want to send Anger and hate is a really important thing, Sandra. So I I applaud you all for being here today. Blessings, everyone. Thanks for the good work that you're doing. No matter what you're going through right now, you're on a journey, a journey that's unique for you. So um, honor yourself and give gratitude to you for the strength that you've actually made it through so far and we'll be here um with you on the journey we're all walking together 